You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 166, Daily Habits That Lead to Toxic Mold Infestations. Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist, and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Steve, we're talking about daily routines and mold. Yep, yeah, we have daily routines and bad habits that can be making you sick due to mold exposure. Well, and, and why is, I mean, I would think that, that most people think, okay, maybe my daily routines are a little not great, you know, leaving water around the kitchen sink consistently, a, you know, a little here and there, you know, muddy boots or wet boots, just putting them down on, on the floor. Why is that a big deal? Well, it, it might not be just your bad habits, your kids, your spouse, whoever could be doing the same thing because they, they see you doing it. And so, like muddy boots, if you're always putting your muddy boots on the carpet or right in the entry and that water, it doesn't even have to be on carpet, it could be on tile and the water has to have somewhere to go. It doesn't just disappear. It can make its way underneath the baseboard, and you could have mold growing on that, that wall, and you don't even know it. And then you wonder why, you know, when we run air tests, you're like, well, what, where's the mold infestation? We can't find one. Well, it could be right there, and it could be one person every day, let's just say all winter, that's putting their wet boots right there by the front door back door, wherever you come in and out. That's true. And so, so what you're saying is the daily bad habits accumulate. It's into, chronic. You've doing it all the okay, time. Okay, chronic. And then it, the, the chronic daily habits then lead to serious moisture intrusion events or no? 
Well, I wouldn't call it a serious one. I would call it a, a chronic minor moisture intrusion event that literally happens more than two times a week. Okay. So it's chronically, like every day. If, if, if you, let's just say you have a teenager that showers every day. But doesn't use the, exo- the fan. Exactly. Every day, as long as the humidity is over 60%, for 48 hours, mold can start reproducing. So every day that's happening, you like you you could have a major mold infestation behind the wall and have no clue about it. You can't you can't even see it. An infrared camera wouldn't pick it up because there isn't what I would call a major moisture intrusion event like a roof leak or a water pipe burst that you could pick up with your infrared camera. It's just constantly humid. And it, it doesn't have to be humid all the time. It's just constant, you know, every day it's getting its food, if that makes sense, or getting what it needs, which is that high humidity. That does make sense. So then, you know, obviously then it's clear that people's daily routines, their daily bad habits can lead to mold problems. Um, what are the most common routines, though, that tend to go down the pathway of mold infestations? Showering, I'd probably say, is number one. Okay. Doing dishes um, would probably be another one. Kids bathing, uh, you know that that might you might only do that a couple times a week, but still, when they're splashing and there's water all over the place, that once again that water's got to go somewhere. It doesn't just disappear. It doesn't just evaporate. Um, so it could be making its way down into the subfloor. Um, brushing teeth, opening windows. That's another big one, especially like where we are. Most people don't have air conditioners because it's still spring here, even though it's July. Um, but, you know, you, you get up in the morning. You, let's just say you open your windows at night, uh, which a lot of people will do. Um, especially, like I said, in, in the areas where it gets fairly cold still at night. You open your windows and you leave them open. You leave for work and you leave them open all day. Well, then you get afternoon thunderstorms and... That that window, you know, even if it's just barely cracked open, that windowsill just is getting saturated with moisture when when it rains. So there's there's lots of little habits you mentioned, um, like in the winter months. You know, maybe you live somewhere where it rains all the time, and you put your wet boots right there. You know, right by the door you come in and out of daily. Well, and also your pets or animals could have bad daily habits like splashing the water yeah, we have everywhere. Yeah, that. <laughs> so, so it's not just the human beings in the household. It could also yeah. be the pets. Yeah, it could be the pet doing it. It could be, you know, you have house plants and you're over watering them or you don't have a drip pan at the bottom of them. It's just, it could be a lot of things. I mean, it could be, it could be something as simple as your shower door is not sealed properly and there's just a little bit of water that comes out. Well, by the time you notice it, all the sheetrock's, you know, pretty much gone, and then the wood's rotted out. It's just, there's just little, little things that can cause, and and I would say, you know, the importance of this is these would be minor moisture intrusion events that you're literally contributing to every day. Yeah. That it's not necessary if you pay attention. So then that leads me to the question of what can people do to change those minor habits that are that could lead to mold infestation. Well, you just have to change your habits. Yeah, I mean, just like you said, it's you know when you're when you're you have little ones and they're they're you know 
in the bathtub and they're splashing everywhere, you have to explain to them, hey, you can't do this. This is going to cost us a lot of money. If they choose to keep doing it, then obviously you have to implement whatever. Less water, who knows? Maybe you have to supervise them a lot more closely when they're bathing. Um, It's no different than your teenager. And I always say teenagers because teenagers are... You know, they think they have to shower every day. Some think they've got to shower twice a day. And, An hour shower. Yeah, yeah. and they, they drain your water heater. <laughs> there's, there's literally water running down the walls because it's so humid in there. And you have to just tell them, hey, it's you can't keep doing this. And if you're seeing water run down the surface of, of a wall, imagine what's going on behind the wall that you can't see. So... You know, once again, there those are habits that you have to correct. You, you know, you might have a, 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 a adult child that lives with you that that works out in the wherever outside. You know, maybe maybe they're ranch hand or maybe they're working the oil field or wherever. They come home and they take their wet coveralls and their wet boots and they just set it by the door. And over time, that water is going into the carpet, going down into the pad, going into the subfloor. So I know it sounds like a simple answer. It's not so simple to do, but they have to change those habits. And it's not, you know, there are things that, that aren't that hard to implement. Like, okay, I get it, you know, that you like hot showers, but maybe let's cut that hour shower down to 45 minutes. That'll save you on energy costs, too. But leave the the door open. If the fan's not keeping up, which most fans won't, um, you've got to have other other ways to try to prevent it, which is opening the door after you're done showering and leave that door open for however long. And how would you know what the humidity is in there? Humidity gauge. Exactly. One of the most common things I tell people, and they they kind of they look at it like, well, I didn't know, you know, I don't think a humidity gauge is that important. They're very important to have. It will, it will tell you what's going on, and you know, places like a bedroom. If you have a, if you have a humidity gauge in there, and you know, I check. Obviously, we have them throughout the house. I check them all the time. Like, okay, you know, it's seventy-two in the bedroom. Maybe we'll turn on the air conditioner. If I see that the humidity in there is like sixty or fifty-five percent, and it's consistent. That tells me that there's a roof leak. Something's going on. Yeah. So, I mean, I think at the end of the day, what I'm hearing you say is you've got to to modify those daily habits that long-term are going to lead to mold infestations. Yep. Now, here's the real question because people can listen to this and they're like, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. But the reason why people don't modify the habits is because in the moment, being mindful and having situational awareness and modifying the habits feels like a really a lot to focus on when they've got other priorities in the day. What do you say to people who sort of go, Oh, eventually I'll get there or eventually, you know, like it's not that big a deal right now. Well, when they're writing a check to a mold inspector for $1,500 to figure out why there's concerns in their home with air quality. And then they're writing another check to the mitigation company and they're out of their home for a week and a half because mold mitigation is being done. They'll wish they would have taken that five minutes to wipe around the kitchen sink so that the the wood behind the walls is not starting to rot out. I mean, I, it, like I said, and I understand it's easier said than done, but 
those little changes in their daily habits could save them a lot of money, whether it's money for doctors and having to detox because they got really sick from it, missing work, or on top of that, with mitigation. It, it can cost a lot of money. And our listeners know, I mean, mold is nothing to mess around with. And by the time those little daily habits of, you know, not, not turning on an exhaust fan, it might take 10 years for it to metastasize to the point where it's making you sick. But at that point, you're day late and a dollar short. Very, very true. So given that, what's your call to action for people? So we, we talked mostly or a lot about the bathrooms, but check, I mentioned shower doors. Check all the walls and areas adjacent to your tub in your shower. Check for discoloration on wood. Check for, use your, your finger, mushy, deteriorating sheetrock. Um, pull the baseboards out just a little bit. Look down there with the flashlights. Make sure there's no mold behind that. But check all those areas. Those are there in a bathroom and probably around your kitchen sink are probably the most common areas to for daily habits that, that lead to mold um, infestations. Awesome. And then if people want to learn more about just educate themselves on mold, you do have a free mold sickness course on Udemy. Yes. Yep. So they can go to udemy.com and they can look your name up and they can see all of your courses, yep. but especially the mold sickness, because people might be having certain symptoms that they think are allergies or they just keep getting a cold when in fact, because in part of their daily habits, in part, they actually have mold issues yep. they don't even know about. Yeah, exactly. And it's, you know, a lot of people try to poo-poo it away and say, well, it's allergies when at the end of the day, it's... It's probably mold sickness, and by the time you realize it, like I said, it's going to cost you thousands of dollars in mitigation, mold inspector, doctor's bills, missing work. So just, you know, it's a, like I said, it's a free course. So you, I'm not sure you just have to probably create an account with Udemy, but it's not that hard to do. Yep, and it's free, so go take the exactly. mold sickness course on Udemy.com. We will catch you on the next episode. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.